Hello and welcome to the Sister Struggles Podcast. My name is Joanna Jama at Sister Struggles Podcast and at Sister Struggles LLC on IG. And this is my podcast where I dig deeper into redefining self-care as a way for you to listen to your intuition, your needs, create better self-care habits and mindsets that serve you and not the roles you've been given. Then you can free yourself from burnout, people-pleasing, and toxic relationships. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe for new episodes. So today's episode is about being unbothered and the concept of it in the Black community, in our culture, and specifically, in my opinion, how it limits us and doesn't allow us to really feel our real feelings. So I really just wanted to get started, kind of giving you an idea of how I've been unbothered in my life, which I feel like I spent probably most of my life, probably up to maybe like my mid-twenties, being unbothered and not even realizing that that's what I was doing. So for example, any kind of opinions from other people or thoughts or comments that I didn't really like, I was just like, oh, that shit doesn't matter to me. I'm mean, gonna just ignore it and move on. What's hilarious about that is that I actually thought that that was dealing with my emotions. And what I've come to find out now at 32 that's not doing that in any sort of way. I even remember, man, I even want to say it was like maybe high school, middle school. I remember when there was uh, that Jay-Z song that came out, Dirt Off Your Shoulder. I'm not even trying to remember the lyrics now. All I remember is the ladies as pimps to go dust your shoulders off. Like that's the only part that I remember. But I remember just being like, oh yeah, I feel this. I totally understand and can relate to this sentiment. I really just took it at that time to mean that I only worry about myself and my own needs and uh, that's all that really mattered and that is of course like in my opinion a lot of ways that I describe self-care so there's nothing wrong with that but what I realized the problem was for me was that I was using it as a mantra but again like I said earlier I wasn't actually dealing with my real feelings about those thoughts and comments and opinions that I would hear from other people or you know in normal interactions with people when uh, they would push against boundaries that I didn't even realize I really had back then. But basically I was just like, ooh, that hurt a little, or ooh, that, you know, you know, like I said, it hurt my feelings. Um, and actually it really took me having what, again, I didn't realize until recently, multiple burnouts over years. So I feel like I had about three burnouts in about five years. Um, and it was really due to all those years of me pretending that I was okay holding it all together and then of course life just like with everything else forced me to finally feel my feelings because in reality I was really crumbling inside and I was really trying to maintain this perfect this picture perfect outside and it wasn't really the truth I was staying unbothered but then I realized that being unbothered wasn't working for me anymore. And so again, like I referenced earlier, just in the black culture and especially as a black woman, being unbothered is almost kind of our mantra. It's seen in society, culture, media. I see it in TV shows every day. I see it on social media every day. There's all kinds of memes. And again, I don't think there's anything wrong with that sentiment of like, oh yeah, people's opinions, yeah, they shouldn't mean anything to you. I 100 a thousand a million percent agree but I feel like if we take it too far to a point where we're like oh it doesn't mean anything to us so we're ignoring any feelings that could come up meaning we're not really like seeing the whole picture and then just trying to move on and what I really realized that again for me and again for um, other black women around me and my family and in my life that that 
doesn't really work. Short term, I think that that we can find a lot of different ways to justify that it works and being unbothered is, you know, the way to go. But I think long term, it's no different than pushing your feelings down, acting like they don't exist, ignoring them and bottling up your feelings, which we've all learned (laughs) does not uh, benefit us in any sort of way and eventually will come up. And that's something I mentioned in the first episode, just how your issues can manifest themselves into the tissues or even just in your day-to-day life uh, and the way that you interact with other people and the way that you see yourself. So to be unbothered, I think really robs us as black women, especially a chance to, again, feel our feelings, allow ourselves to be human, and then also be able to share those feelings. Because when you share, when not even necessarily you're going through a rough time, but you just open up and allow yourself to be vulnerable with other people, that's how you're able to make real, authentic connections. You also, without really realizing it, end up being kind of a a role model for other people because I always think of um, the analogy of like the first person on the dance floor nobody's dancing until that first person comes up and I know like I'm I love to dance so whenever I'm out trying to go dancing like that's my objective like I'm usually one of the first few people on there because I understand that that's how it works and I know that if I want to dance and I want other people to around me to dance that somebody's got to start it and you know I just take that initiative but I think it works the same way where if you allow yourself to be vulnerable you know and get close to someone that First of all, you trust, and you trust them with your emotions and your feelings, and they've reciprocated to you that can be there for you, that you can allow yourself to connect with them so that they can give you support, and then you don't feel like when you're going through a rough time that you're alone, or you've got to hold everything in and hold it all on your, hold it all up on your own shoulders. I was having, I actually had a talk with a, one of my good friends the other day about friendship. It's a conversation that we have in depth a lot actually and we just were like what is the point of having good solid friends especially in adulthood and we all know as adults and adult women how hard it is to keep and maintain friends especially post pandemic but just with friendship what's the point of having friends what's the point of having solid friendships if you can't open up to them and get the support you need when you're going through something hard so like I was saying I feel like it really robs yourself and others of the chance to truly connect with you and for you to truly connect with other people and get the help and support that you need um, instead of pretending that you've got to hold it all yourself people are meant to interact we are biologically designed as humans to connect with other people and that's universally in my mind one of the main reasons we're even on this planet why we even exist is to have experiences within ourselves but also with others so you know I talk a lot about how I do a lot of research and I call myself a (laughs) professional information gatherer because I spend a lot of time reading and deep diving on the internet of just different concepts And one of my favorite things is philosophy and psychology, and um, those are just some of my favorite topics. And from just what I've learned with self-care, and especially in the black community lack thereof, that a lot of this unbothered culture or this unbothered uh, narrative comes from a lot of learned behavior. And it's very historical with uh, just slavery, having the woman having to not only bear the children and also handle the home, but also basically do everything while the men were working in the fields. So that's the beginning. And again, I am a firm, firm believer in the science of generational trauma and how that's passed down and how they get 
these sorts of narratives get reinforced and we haven't really had any kind of solid foundation or societal shift that would turn the tables on something like this. And so I feel like this is why black women have continued to have this unbothered sentiment because as it's passed down generationally, you watch your grandmother and your mother and yourself and then your kids watch you and your grandmother, etc. all exhibit the same type of behavior. And in childhood, it becomes learned behavior because you're a child, you're basically a sponge and you just absorb everything around you because that's how you learn how to operate in this world. And so that's what I really learned that I picked up a lot, a lot of my habits from childhood, witnessing how the black women operated in my life, especially my mother. And um, because of my Kenyan culture, there's actually almost an expectation for a women's role to be unbothered because she's taking care of everything. And so it's almost inferred that her feelings are not relevant because as long as they're not related to taking care of the home or taking care of the man or the kids, and just all of the responsibilities of a household, then it's not important. And so I grew up not really witnessing any black women being outspoken about their feelings unless it was in anger about something that was unrelated. In my opinion, realized it was actually projection and not really projecting your feelings. It's the effect of when you shove down and you bottle all those feelings up and they manifest in ways that you don't expect. And anger, in my opinion, is a lot of those ways. So why is it so hard to share our feelings? This is something I think about all the time because obviously, I started this platform because it's something that I've struggled with. But I really believe that it's because making waves, just like in any situation, if you're the person that makes waves, if you end up being, you know, the black sheep of the family because you brought up something that other people didn't want to talk about or you confronted something that had been swept under the rug for years that'll end up creating drama you know maybe to reflect badly on your family and others might look down on you and your family and uh, the reason I bring that up is like I said in the Kenyan culture if there is any kind of quote-unquote shame on the on one person and the within the family it becomes nothing but gossip and that's a lot of basically everybody talks about and it's kind of crazy so essentially being unbothered what I found is uh serving everyone first like I said serving the man the husband first and in my family serving everyone first before you finally sit down to eat which is crazy to me I know I would pass out um that's something and that's something I actually was used to butt heads in my family a lot growing up because I grew up you know I was born in Kenya moved to the United States when I was four but I basically an American child like I basically had an American childhood but I was witnessing so many Kenyan cultures and I used to just be like what why are people doing this like why is anybody just at doing things without being asked and it just it didn't I didn't understand it especially with like the whole patriarchal aspect of it I was like why is my uncle not getting up and lifting a finger I knew for a fact that when I got married that that was not going to be it I was not going to be the kind of relationship that I was going to have with my husband um, also, just dropping everything the second family or friend needs something and without um, really asking about what works for you. And that's something that I definitely did all the time where it was friend needs something. I didn't want to do it and I just felt incredibly uh, obligated to be there or I'd be quote unquote a bad friend. And that is, um, again, another way of silencing my own needs. And the last part of that is exactly what I just said, essentially putting your own needs last for the comfort and fulfilling the expectations of others. And that's a role that is expected of you and may not necessarily be something that you want to fulfill or how you want to live your life. 
And I think, like I said earlier, robs you so much of you allowing yourself to just live your own life, your own terms. And we literally have this one and we spend it people pleasing and allowing other people to dictate exactly how we live our lives. And really, what's the point? So some of my thoughts and just kind of not necessarily a solution, but just how I operate, connect this to self-care in my own life is that I've really learned that it's okay to feel those feelings. So it's okay to feel embarrassed and sad and isolated, negative and positive feelings, they're okay. Because in doing this, it allows you to know yourself a little bit better, learn what your triggers are. Um, And this is just, again, uh, collecting information. Like I said, I'm a professional information gatherer. Collecting information on your own self because then when you do that, then you're able to create better boundaries. And of course, that's going to be another episode. That's why it's so incredibly important to learn exactly what it is that bothers you. You have to remember that you are human. And acknowledging all of your emotions allows you to process them instead of later on shaming yourself for literally doing what you're supposed to be having emotions because stopping yourself from doing something that is supposed to be natural is not going to come out well and I've already said this before but I will say it again because I think we all inevitably do this without realizing and it takes a lot of effort to break lifelong patterns so uh, bottling up your emotions and feelings and pushing them down does not help you in the long run In the short term, it may feel okay, really because you're just feeding your own comfort what you're used to doing. But inevitably, what hasn't been dealt with is going to come up and you'll have to deal with it um, eventually. Just think about all the situations in your life that you thought you could put off and put off and put off that eventually blew up in your face. Um, I believe that ignoring your emotions and feelings is the exact same situation. Um, And then also being unbothered only reinforces the stereotype of the strong black woman. And that is a narrative that I personally am incredibly passionate at trying to destroy. Because it's not that we aren't already an incredible pillar of strength. It's that we just reinforce that strength is that old narrative, what society wants us to be. Acting like we are okay while everyone else is comfortable but we're silently suffering. It doesn't allow us the grace and the space to feel human and to allow ourselves to really feel how we feel. So in a nutshell, I say don't strive to be unbothered. Instead, really try to take your feelings as they come without judgment. Don't shame yourself for the feelings. But the difference is, You feel your feelings, but then you don't sit there. Allow yourself to feel those feelings and then move on. And I know it's easier said than done, but this way it's not such a black and white solution of you either ignore everything that comes your way like your Teflon, which is completely unrealistic, or you absorb everything and then you're crippled by the things that people say and it takes an incredible stab at your confidence. Something that I've really learned about my own mind is that I I do approach things very black and white and it's either option A or option B. But I'm really starting to live my life in a way where I'm combining those options. So instead of being unbothered or instead of absorbing everything around you, neg- all the negativity around you, you can choose to feel your feelings and then also find a way to break those old patterns of absorbing and internalizing those feelings. So I have homework for you guys. I feel like I could hear an audible groan, but I want to know what are some of the things that you have told yourself and justified to yourself about being unbothered about, but uh, haven't really said how you truly feel. I want to hear what you guys think because I know what I think, but I want to know what other black women are also struggling with because this podcast is to serve you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, and I hope you guys stick around for episode three. 
coming up next Sunday. Thank you guys again for tuning in to an episode of Sister Struggles. So please rate, review, subscribe, and just let me know what you think. And I would love to hear what you guys would love to hear on future episodes. Look out for new episodes every Sunday.